And good afternoon. It's 4 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in to CFRC 101.9 FM. We're located here in Lower Carrizal, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. My name's Bruce. This is Finding a Voice, spoken word programming here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 o'clock. We do stream live online at www.cfrc.ca as well. And today, after beginning with just one reading from it last week, we're going to get more fully into the September 22nd 100,000 Poet uh, for Change event, a full-day event that was held on the 22nd. And in the first hour from it, uh, and it was held at the Spire, you're going to hear um, up first a musical performance by Saf Decaf. And then readings by Donald Mitchell, Anne Graham, and Elizabeth Green. And in the second hour, and that will actually will actually conclude the first half of the afternoon session of the event today, you'll hear readings by Meg Freer, Bob McKenzie, uh, songs by uh, Jenny Marshall, and a musical performance by Erica Lamont. And this up first, though, the usual hourly announcement, occasionally some poetry, spoken word, or music played on the show may contain strong language, but it's all played in its entirety with content unedited to honor the creative integrity of both the author and the piece. I do have a number of events and calls, uh, well, I should say uh, quickly approaching events and quickly expiring calls, and I'll spend at least a few minutes at the end of each hour today and uh, share a few of those with you. Uh, so beginning again with just one reading from it last week for the full show today, we'll get more fully into that September 2nd, or 22nd, I should say, 100,000 Poets for Change full day event. And I'll be able to air, as mentioned, the first half of the afternoon session that day. Up first that afternoon, leading off the whole event uh, on uh, at that uh, held at the Spire uh, and how it all began, uh, there is a, uh, here is, I should say, a musical performance by Haley Sarfeld and Steph Kilak as Saf Decaf. And I will just, uh, as a bit of a preface, say my introduction to them that afternoon wasn't captured by the recorder. That's because I didn't turn it on quick enough. So what I'm going to do here is read the, exactly the same uh, intro I gave to them that day. And immediately following that, you're going to hear their performance. So the intro. Saf Decaf is a local music duo with retro acoustic vibe and a fondness for love songs. Catch their two-part harmonies when they're busking on Princess Street in good weather and at open mics, farmer's markets, coffee houses, and other local ven- events year-round. Here again is Safty Calf.
um, our last three are originals, that one and these two more.
heard uh, Haley Sarfeld, and I think I even pronounced it wrong at the start. I'm sorry, Steph. Uh, but again, that was Haley Sarfeld and Steph Kylehack as uh, Saf Decaf, again, from the first half of the afternoon session of the day-long 100,000 Poet for Change event held at the Spire on September 22nd. Uh, featured both poetry, music, and some art as well. So up next in it, here is Donald Mitchell. Donald Mitchell. Words of interest to Don, though he has no profession of being a writer. Soon it will be more than four decades he has poked that out in public and sung, danced, acted, read, clowned, rhymed, spoken, or engaged in some form of sharing with an audience at least composed of a single person. Today's words are condensed thoughts he has had about the passage of time and self. Tonight he will enjoy a last show as uh, Max Le Tenor in the Domino Theater's production of Comedy of Tenors. He might add some slapstick from that to this, or perhaps not. Here is Donald Mitchell. Dogs business shaped, 
wicked worn parchments, and Grandma's script still, though flowing among the fading arts, stylus, forms, and dying crafts. What the hell was I to do? But give all a moral disposal, sweat the contents unsorted, tossed in a fiery cauldron. Down came skeleton keys, swirling leaden, smelted, plied to heat. Bold plan, broiling instruments, melting alchemy. It's a small indulgence against our world's rising temps. Sure, for days it cooked, her old white hairs pure boiled too, in a mixture untold, unmade from unknown history, later strained, poured in tin 17th century candles. And here we are, tonight, an anniversary of her passing, months and weeks, t'was bleached by sun, awaiting dull hollow nights when fire, flame, our keen felt and mist. Freshly lit is my inheritance, transmuted, sincere, waxing. The frailty in the wax tells a feeble story. I'd left some nibs suspended in my remolded candle, disappointing the wick. Leaving my eyes to see shadows, ever shadows, I struggle to draw my ink across the page towards a darkened elbow. She slowly tapers away. Blind, she walked, knitted and pearled, counting stitches by a rhythm as I sat beside her crippled legs poking from a dying Hawaiian pattern dress. The treated wooden legs tucked and barely under an orange corduroy rocker flap, lapping back and back. Gently bold and bent fingers curled and wrung the hurried yarn drafts, while the price is light right. Proposed wax beans cost 67 cents. Sensing the needle getting faster, I unbound the turquoise wool quicker still, now racing, as she spoke of darkness and unknown words, unmentionable as it seems to me. But I loved her, always. Imperfectly, he implied, too soon be back, then left her forever, leaning against the backyard fruit tree, falling as the tart cherry blossoms hid behind the tin can and aluminum lids strung up to deflect birds. I climbed those shriveling limbs, spitting pits, crimson heart stones, lips black and weary, very skinned, like I'd eaten a jar of cold store jelly. His cool wares carted off. The hard man, hardware man salesman. So lonely, travel store to store. To store lost 1937 thoughts. So many other leave takings captured over 40 years, revealed later in an attic. Such fruit-filled letters. Another woman. Found man. Angry. Exhausted. And him so lonely. That dusty attic I loved to explore, its old flat furnished light, or bouncing cousins in finch rooms on a single pull-out couch. My mother and her two sisters slept there. Times passed there, left too, but not before paying some four thousand dollars a month for care. Fully there, care took her home, her money, her freedom. A 
tiny ball of string, us lying in bed together for losing money. She spoke of dark, not terrible crippling terms or some inappropriate racism, but dark, the plot. My promise to visit and the lighting of a candle for her. She said she missed spooning with pops. The mind fools phantoms, privilege, frailty and wax that passes from death, some ugly paintings, royal golden plates, and thousands of mini silver spoons of places not easy to remember, such as Castlewell, the Moose Jolly. Things without a meaning, some disappeared, but her last Afghans were mine, saved with my mother. One intended for Fox, too late, and the other, the very last, made for me. A last request from a blind-minded boy to a blind woman. I can see evidence. She missed stitched the turquoise my birthstone. Well knit were her white hairs, like woven tails and preserved bits of her in Mom's cedar chest. Until they later arrived, Canada Postal, a gift sent by Mother. Only Mom had washed them first. Lying sitting on with a sea foam of tide. The year is 1737, and I, Eurosa, am the last of the line, candy makers. What began with my grandfather almost 100 years before, I snuffed the candle out. What began? Some other frailty that could wait. Some untold vapors of a smoke of 200-year-old wax. As Donald Mitchell, let's give him another hand. And you just heard Donald Mitchell from the first half of the afternoon session of the day-long 100,000 uh, Poets for Change event held at the Spire on September 22nd. Tell you what, should probably do this, and I'll be right back. Friday evenings at 6 p.m. here on CFRC, listen to Saltwater Music, a show covering all musical genres from the East Coast of Canada. Celtic, of course, but also rock, jazz, blues, folk, and a lot more. I'm your host, Rob Carnell. Tune in to Saltwater Music Friday evening from 6 to 8 here on CFRC 101.9 FM. Or you can catch us on the web at www.cfrc.ca. And for our listeners out east, that's 7 p.m. Atlantic and 7.30 Newfoundland. Since 1922, CFRC Radio has been the canvassing community radio station for Queens and Kingston, Ontario. CFRC is both listener-supported and listener-created radio, bringing both music and spoken word content to our community on 101.9 FM and around the world on cfrc.ca. Support locally created media. Learn more at cfrc.ca. Folk everything. Every Saturday morning from 10 till noon on CFRC. Traditional folk, modern folk, future folk, and strange deviations from the norm. Hear the legacy of folk music and discover new favorites and forgotten classics on Folk Everything. Join me every Saturday morning at 10 for a romp through folk culture here on CFRC. Says Red Mullet. 
And you are listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM. My name's Bruce, here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 o'clock. We do stream live online as well at www.cfrc.ca. Okay, moving back now into the first half of the afternoon session of the day-long 100,000 Poets for Change event held at the Spire on September 22nd. Here is Anne Graham. Up next, we have Anne Graham. Anne Graham is self-described as a, a life traveler. Feels she has lived many lives and then not able to settle into one perspective and always searching for different possibilities. She's had poems published in the anthologies that I've forgotten and Canada's 150th, Who We Are, Where We Are, and Where We Need to Be Going. Her work has also appeared in Tower, Poet, uh, Tower Poetry Society Press and a few online magazines. She's published five chapbooks and appreciates spoken word and reading events and has very much been looking forward to this one. Let's give it up for Anne Graham. to be able to give a true account of it. 
This one is called Sarko. We must let go of one thing sometimes to be able to receive another. Something not quite the same perhaps, but related in some way to the first. And so it is with the seasons. Summer gives way to autumn. Yes, it is the same sun and moon, but they appear to act differently. I swallowed a sunflower seed, a glorious flower. Its seed being eaten gave of its essence to me. I became united with it. When I die and my bones or ashes return to the earth, I will be united with the planet once more. I will nourish it with my remains. It appears the circle continues. And to go, as we just had the equinox, the autumn equinox, I thought I'd read equinox. I am not changing more than becoming, more sliding into different seasons, not jealous of the moon, but instead connected with her. It enables me to move as a breeze and with the tide into other realms of reality. I wish to live so freely that I might travel on a thought or be lifted by desire, that I may dance with the song and melt into the music, and while there I might become entrenched in a sculpture or brushed onto a canvas of living art. I want to fly with the geese, gamble with the lambs, shake my hair with the leaves, and push deep roots between the soil and rocks, feeling my strength go deeper as I probe through the unknown subterranean depths. I will swim with the dolphins, spout with the whales, and swim deep, deep into the still, warm, wet lava of hidden volcanoes, all to be as cold as ice and as soft as snow but roar like the wind. I will become a tornado, gathering all my power, howl over the land and the sea, laughing at the futility of everything in my path. Oh yes, I will live, I will live. Questions to the universe. Tell me, what can I do? What can I do? I'm crying out to the universe. Our planet appears to be coming apart. We are dying. We are dying down here. I believe we are all interconnected. Yet I can't stop the slaughter or the wars. I want to disconnect from these evils. Tell me, what can I do? What can I do? Killing, disconnecting is also wrong. How can I unite with such opposing values and beliefs? The question is this, are mine valid? I need discernment. Real peace cannot be the result of war. Cast away fear which fosters weakness. Stay steadfast in tested beliefs. Stay strong. Connect with others adding to their strength. The conflict is one of actions, 
formed by the stagnating insistence on past beliefs, not recognizing the evolution's normal progression in human development. Practice thinking peace, love, and harmony. Every day, each thought will add to the strength of good energy to counteract the bad. This power blast will banish perversion. This is all you can do. This is all you can do. American Dream. Welcome, Donald J. Trump, to the real world. Descend from your burnished skyscraper tower. Awake from your secret American dream. Young Buddha was privileged just like you. As a prince, he was protected from pain. A tall wall was built around the castle. He could not hear the cries from the hungry. He could not see the bodies of the dead, nor was he allowed to see anyone aging. Only when he ventured beyond the wall did he find true enlightenment and peace. So please, learn that walls can be dangerous. You can achieve greatness using goodness, not Machiavellian politics, not through self-serving secret dealings. Forget your past, your business acumen. Begin to learn your new priorities. Living in harmony with others will certainly make America great again. And this is from a song performance, so forgive me for this. <laughs> it's called Time, a Wake Up Call. A knock at the door when the phone rings. These sounds ring. Immediate response. Pavlovian obedience. Our email begs for undue haste. As a nanosecond pause may cause a second of waste. And for what or for whom do we jump and obey? For almost least a day, we don't stop to think, we don't stop to see. And that is the cause of our our world is in a desperate state. We ignore this fact that just can't wait. We ignore it for trivia, Twitter, celebrities who deep down don't just care as long as the ever-ready media is there to record their every move and word, not seeing it as just observed to spend their time in such inquisits as simply noting their next rehab visits. We need to change the locus of our focus, giving trivial pursuits no mention. More serious things really need our attention. It's just waiting time, and there are lives on the line. Let's change our perspective concerning the directive to work within the system. I'm tired of waiting for them to listen. Tired of the hungry cries of children dying, to the homeless crying, only for a place to live in dignity. Superfisms are superfluous. So much better to move the cause, the reasons prisoners are indeed imprisoned. We need to take the time to consider those which 
troubled minds, those brains that find it hard to fit into reality as we see it. And I'm talking to some judges here. If you're searching for a leader, someone to lead us in the fight for true democracy, to make things right, look in the mirror. Maybe it's your turn. Don't play the fiddle watching humanity burn. Get out there in the fray. There will never be a better day, a better way to have your say. But say it now. And I've lost something else that I was going to read, so that's me. And that was Anne Graham uh, from the uh, September 22nd uh, afternoon, first half of the afternoon session of the 100,000 Poets for Change event held at the Spire. Up next from it, you're going to hear Elizabeth Green. And up next, Elizabeth Green has published three collections of poetry, most recently Under Stories, 2014, and a novel, A Season Among Psychics, her selection of uh, Adele Weissman's poetry, The Dowager Empress, is scheduled to appear for Manana in 2019. She's also working on a fourth collection of poetry. Let's bring out Elizabeth Green. Delectable with laughter and smoked salmon. 
is on death row. When the developer gets the permit, he'll renovate poorly, put in shoddy shops, build his 20-story tower at the water's edge, gain what profit he can from a disused museum. At least while the doors open, the rooms can shelter the homeless or main public space. I close the door, return outside, select a sign, protect our waterfront, stand between, stop this tower and haunt for heritage. I resume waving at cars, collecting honks, give thanks, almost as prayer. Okay, so the poem I, I decided not to read is called Midas on Steroids, and you, you can figure out what I would have said from the title. Um, I just thought it was, you know, I just thought it was too much for a Saturday afternoon. Um, and, and this one is also very recent. It's um, September 11th, 2018. Um, this year, September 11th was Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year, and I talk about the New Year at the end, and that's why, because it's Rosh Hashanah, it's September 11th was Rosh Hashanah this year. 17 years ago, the towers fell, but there was more care then, more heroism, more honest sorrow. Each life more precious then, each loss tragic. 17 years later, we are almost dulled to outrage. Oceans are clogged with plastic. Whales die of it. Oil spills foul land and water. Oceans warm. Storms royal. Where is the government? On the side of money, even when money ruins land. No wonder poets turn to nature, stars and shooting stars. Trees passing breeze from leaf to leaf. Birds building nests. Honks of geese going their ways. Reminders of simpler times. Some do healing rituals, read cards, sink below the surface of dark dailiness. I draw Aphrodite and the Queen of Sheba, strength. Ask to keep my center on this New Year's Day, this anniversary of the first great rant of peace. Thank you. That was Elizabeth Green. Let's give her another hand. And you just heard Elizabeth Green, and uh, and from the first half of the afternoon session of the day-long 100,000 Poets for Change event held at the Spire on September 22nd. And as mentioned, uh, uh, from the well, in the second half of this hour today, we will actually conclude the remainder of the first half uh, of that uh, session, and we will begin that at the top of the hour. I also had mentioned that I had a few events and calls to share. In fact, there are a lot of them, so I'm going to briefly, uh, I'm going to spend a few minutes this hour, and I believe I have a few minutes at the end of the second hour to do this. Uh, 
short enough or yeah short enough that uh none of the other readings will fit in this uh hour so this is like a perfect opportunity uh there are two event or two calls that are going to expire at the end of the month or the day after so what i'm going to do is just briefly touch them because there are a lot of events and so hopefully between this hour and the second hour i can get that I will just mention that there is a call for submissions that uh, uh, the deadline is expiring October 31st. It is the 2019 CBC Short Story Prize. And uh, I will just mention briefly the Canadian writers can submit original unpublished short stories until that day of up to 2,500 words. Uh, There are requirements and there are uh, also prizes for that so i would suggest if you're interested you have until midnight on october 31st uh, but before that check out their website www.cbc.ca slash books and uh, you should be able to figure out where to go from there just follow their links uh, the other one is uh, one that expires the following day november 1st Uh, It is a call for submissions. This is uh, for a targeted group. It's called Young Buck Poetry Prize, and it's CV2. CV2 Magazine has created a new annual award, uh, uh, annual poetry contest, exclusively uh, for writers under the age of 25. It's the Young Buck Poetry Prize. And uh, so if you're under 35, you're at all interested, uh, there will be prizes given and two honorable mentions. I will just say that. Again, deadline November 1st. Go to their website, www.contemporaryverse2, the numeral 2, .ca, and then you're just going to have to find the uh, Go through the links on their website, and it should take you right there. In fact, uh, my guess is that with that close to expiring, it might actually open up on their homepage. Let's go ahead and get into the events. Uh, I will mention one that is ongoing. Uh, Union Gallery uh, has opened up their silent auction fundraising event. Uh, It runs only until November 16th. So if you are interested in that, uh, check it out, www.uniongallery.queensu.ca. And now I'll spend a bit more time with the upcoming events because these are more immediate. Uh, these are, uh, in fact, one of them's happening uh, tomorrow. So, and that is uh, Brian Flack. Uh, he's an author and publisher. Uh, after having launched his latest novel, When Mad Men Lead the Blind, uh, he launched it in uh, September in Picton, uh, did a book signing at, uh, back in September, might have been the 28th or 29th, that novel idea, yeah, it was the 29th, but he's coming back one more time tomorrow uh, from noon until 5 o'clock at Indigo, Chapters Indigo, out at the Cap Mall. So if you want to catch him out there, uh, he will sign your books. He's also uh, trying to read through here two poetry collections, most recently uh, 36 poems. Uh, He has the novels, and so I'm sure he will have all of that with him. He is also a publisher at Point Petre, uh, publishing in Prince Edward County, so very local. 
uh, coming up on this Sunday. Uh, only their second reading this year, and I'm guessing it might be their last one with the seasons starting to change. Uh, Tamworth Bookshop reading coming up this Sunday, October 21st from 2 to 4 p.m. It's at the bookshop in Tamworth, and it's easy to find. It's a little town and a little village, and uh, uh, it's always uh, the two uh, featured readers will be Harold Hoffel and uh, Jeffrey Cook. And uh, they will be reading again from 2 to 4 p.m. this Sunday, October 21st at the bookshop in Tamworth. And uh, I've got just enough time to get one more message in here. And I'll just resume this list at the end of the second hour. But I've got us through the weekend. So check this out. I'll catch you after the top of the hour. And it is 5 o'clock. Welcome to the second hour of today's show. You are listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM. We are located in Lower Crothers Hall, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. My name is Bruce here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 o'clock, and we do stream live online as well, www.cfrc.ca. Coming up on the second hour today, you'll hear the remainder of the first half of the afternoon session of uh, the 100,000 Poets for Change event held on September 22nd at the Spire. And in it, you'll hear readings by Meg Freer, following that, Bob McKenzie, uh, then songs by Jenny Marshall, and then a musical performance by Erica Lamont. Uh, first, though, the usual hourly announcement. Occasionally, some poetry, spoken word, or music played on this show may contain uh, strong language, but it is all played in its entirety with content unedited to honor the creative integrity of uh, both the author and the piece. Up first in it, from that uh, performance that afternoon and event, here is Meg Freer. Up next, Meg Freer, grew up in Montana, worked in book publishing, and now teaches piano. Her photos and poems have been published in journals such as Freer Magazine, Literary Nest, Another Way Around, Young Ravens Literary Review, Eastern Iowa Review, and Rats Ass Review. In 2017, she attended the Summer Literary Seminars in BC. In 2018, she had a prose poem shortlisted for the Room Magazine Short Forms Contest, as well as a contest winner for Cosmographia Books Poem of the Month. Poems are, were also finalists in contests for A3 Review, uh, the Poetry Matters Project, and Astronomers Without Borders. Let's bring up Meg Freer.
barracks, hospital, museum, or cathedral, the medical corps always prepared to pack up as the battle hub shifts, follow behind, arrive intact. All expenses paid by the government, salaries flowing smooth as velvet through sorrow and loss. An inspiring idea of efficiency, gloriously American. I read today that scientists have just released information about two dead sperm whales that washed up on the shores of the North Sea back in January. Although they died of heart failure, their stomachs were filled with plastic litter, including part of a car. And there's currently a controversial project underway to clean up the North Pacific Ocean by trapping the plastic on the surface. So I've written about this Great Pacific garbage patch. This poem is called The Turtle's Shell. The Great Pacific Garbage Patch grows three times the size of France, a giant gestating map of our negligence, a hypothetical new country, the trash isles, complete with flag and stamps, images on the proposed currency, the debris, trace the muscles of ocean life, a gull with a six-pack ring around its neck cries in agony on the 100-degree bill. Nervous arms of an octopus clutch bottles and tubes. Seals, sea turtles, and whales fight with plastic hangers and jugs for space. On the other side of the world, a child looks at a newborn baby's pinky toe, exclaims, it's small as a pickle seed, and laughter covers pressing thoughts of end times releases ripples of hope that ocean travelers will find not plastic, but moss on a turtle's shell. I wrote this last poem in advance of the observation of World Toilet Day on November 19th. And that's not meant to be funny, it's actually a serious issue that uh, much of the world does not have access to toilets. This is called, Airport Has No Drinking Fountains. The flower garden around the corner grows ever larger, requires ever more water, and the owner worries that its vastness maps her level of stress. But Zippy the tulip tree, planted in the park, named by the final class of seven children at the demolished neighborhood school, thrives without being watered and may show off its first flowers next spring. Wild parsnips' cool green disguises its sickening burn as it grows rampant along roads and trails, fills abandoned lots. The dog howls of sirens increase day and night, and I try not to worry about whoever needs help at 3 a.m. How can I complain that the airport in Warsaw has no drinking fountains? Why do I run water without thought? when much of the world walks hours for a bucket full of water to wash hands or clothes, and more people have a mobile phone than a toilet. From space, astronauts watch our giant green teardrop drown in the darkness between stars while the sun rises and sets on Pluto in shades of blue, and we imperfect dreamers can only hope that rain stores memories. Thank you.
Is Meg Freer? Let's give her another hand. And you just heard Meg Freer from the first half of the afternoon session of the day-long 100,000 Poets for Change event held here in uh, Kingston at the Spire on September 22nd. Up next from it, here is Bob McKenzie. Up next, Bob McKenzie. Bob McKenzie's poetry has been published across North America and as far away as Australia and India, as well as numerous anthologies. His books have won awards in international competitions and has received an Ontario Arts Council grant for literature, a Canada Council grant for performance, and a fellowship to attend the 2017 Summer Literary Georgia. For 18 years, the ensemble poem de terre uh, performed Bob's poetry, spoken and sung live with original music, and released six albums. Today, Bob will be reading poems from his newest book, Somewhere Still in, the, in Wind, The Tree is Mending. Let's get uh, Bob again to scream up. We 
He and the shadow gazes downward to a pile of sticks. Pyramid in his mind. Pyramid in fallen sticks. Pyramid. This isn't me. It's the voice of quite a few men that I've known. Then and now. Mackenzie, let's give him another hand.
And you heard Bob McKenzie from the first half of the afternoon session of the day-long 100,000 Poets for Change event held at the Spire on September 22nd. Up next in it, uh, some music from uh, Jenny Marshall. Up next, Jenny Marshall is a lifelong poet and songwriter. Her poetry resonates with the range of emotions experienced on our individual journeys. Jenny invites us to safely connect with our inner emotions so that we may reflect and explore authentically. Let's bring up Jenny Marshall. I uh, think we can say that world problems seem pretty overwhelming. This is my idea. My idea is to take the world problem and divide it into pieces and give each of you a piece. And then together, we can effect change one starfish at a time.
Now this one is on the theme of refuge, and we all need it, and we can all help one another out. The first verse talks about east side downtown Vancouver, and the second verse talks about children who are in alternate care. Marshall, 
And you just heard Jenny Marshall and her songs from the first half of the afternoon session of the day-long 100,000 Poets for Change event held at the Spire on September 22nd. And uh, please stay tuned. There was one more act uh, in that first half of the afternoon session, so stay tuned for Erica Lamont and her musical performance coming up right after these messages. Do you like to dance? Tune into The Hustle with DJ Bolt every Friday night between 11 p.m. and midnight. Where you'll hear all the newest dance, electronic, French touch, booty bass, ghetto, deep, and tech house remixes and more. Let The Hustle take you to midnight and beyond at 11 p.m. on 4 to the Floor Fridays. Only on CFRC 101.9 FM. Kingston Community House for Self-Reliance, widely known as 99 York, has for 30 years been providing a central, low-cost meeting space for groups that allow like-minded people to come together to learn from one another, to share resources and trade skills. The goal of this house is to act as an integral part of the neighborhood in which it is located. On a typical evening, an autism caregiver relief group will be at 99 York, together with a 12-step organization and a transgendered support group while a social justice and homeschooling group may be booked in the following day. The community house is also available for less official functions, such as barbecues, birthday and office parties, and other social gatherings. We are proud to also serve the Queen's community. For more information, visit 99 York Street in Kingston. Go to www.99york.org, email info at 99york.org, or call 613-542-1136. Tune into Spice Machine every Saturday, noon to 1 p.m. on CFRC 101.9 FM. We are spinning the spiciest indie tracks this pup can get her paws on. It's fabulous. Oh, hello, my name is Fabulous. Baby, you can't say the F bomb on the radio. <laughs> I just don't Walk Home is one of the services provided to you by the Alma Mater Society at Queen's University. Walk Home is a completely confidential and anonymous service where students will pick you up and walk you to any location within our extensive boundaries. We are located in the Lower Cayley of the John Deutsch University Centre. You can request the walk by dropping by the kiosk or by calling 613-533-9255 during our hours of operation. We are open every night from dusk till 2am, Sunday to Wednesday, or till 3am from Thursday to Saturday. During exam season, we are open until 4am. Last year, we completed over 10,000 walks, walking the equivalent distance of crossing the width of Canada and back. So whether you're feeling unsafe, want someone to walk with after a night at the library, or feel more comfortable walking downtown with someone, call Walk Home. If you have any questions about the service, please feel free to contact us by calling 613-533-9255 or by emailing walkhome at ams.queensview.ca. And you are listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM. We are located in Lower Carruthers Hall, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. 
Uh, my name is Bruce, here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 o'clock. And uh, we do stream live online as well at www.cfrc.ca. And now back into the September 22nd um, 100,000 Poets for Change event held uh, the afternoon and evening of that day at the Spire. Here is the final performance of the first half of the afternoon session. Here is Erica Lamont. Erica Lamont is a soulful pop, folk pop singer, songwriter based out of Kingston, Ontario. Her career began when she was accepted into the Franco-Ontario Artist Residency, Ontario Pop, in 2013. She has since graced North America's largest microphone music festival and the more intimate uh, settings of her hometown festivals, pubs, and cafes. In 2016, she released her first single, Strangers Know, a moody and shimmering pop song infused with Nido and Jewel undertones. Her self-titled debut EP was released in October 2017 to an enthusiastic crowd. Many at the release party were singing along while some were discovering Erica's uh, artistry for the first time. And all leaving that night feeling that there were stages and shows much bigger in our future. Let's bring up Erica Lamont.
next one is one that I wish I could say I'd written, but I definitely didn't. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, it's called She Burns, and it's by Boy Dance.
thank you so much. Um, so I guess staying within um, today's theme, um, this song is uh, it's called I Don't Want to Move, and there's um, there's so much stuff going on in the world, and it's uh, it's very hard to not be influenced by all the, the external influences, right? But it's even harder when it's coming from within you, and you're not sure if it's right or not. So um, this is about when everything's going well in your life and everything should be fine, you still don't feel fine. So. Thank you. 
And you just heard Eric Lamon and her musical performance uh, to bring to a close uh, the first half of the afternoon session of the day-long uh, 100,000 Poets for Change event held at the Spire on September 22nd. And uh, I'm going to get, uh, next week I uh, need to, uh, just to uh, place something where it needs to be, <laughs> let's just put it that way, uh, a We'll pull away from this event, and then what I'm going to do uh, is the following week, so the first two weeks in uh, November, during our annual funding drive, uh, CFRC's annual funding drive, I'm going to, I believe I can get in the balance of uh, that uh, full-day event that day, so... uh, Look forward to playing the rest of the wonderful readings and musical and other performances there uh, that day. So it was great to get started into it uh, full on today, and we'll return to it in a couple of weeks. And uh, as promised, uh, up until about a minute before the end of the hour, uh, when I need to start to sort of turn things over here, Uh, I'm going to continue uh, with the upcoming events that began in the first hour. Well, we we got us through the weekend uh, there. I'm hoping to get us through Friday here and maybe even the end of the week so that you can kind of plan. I will tell you the next thing uh, on the list is uh, coming up on Tuesday, this Tuesday, October 23rd from 2.30 to 4 p.m. in room 517 Watson Hall here at Queens. Uh, the Page Lectures. Uh, the award-winning poet, uh, Don Mackay, will give this year's Page Lecture at Queens on, again, Tuesday, uh, October 23rd from 2.30 to 4. Uh, Phil Hall, who was the series uh, founder, uh, described uh, him as one of Canada's finest poets, uh, the wilderness poet in Canada, and the best essayist about it and poetics. Uh, um, Mackay is uh, from uh, St. John's, Newfoundland, has, among other awards, won the Griffin Poetry Prize and the Governor General's Literary Award for Poetry. So that's coming up Tuesday afternoon. That evening at the Agnes Etherington Arts Center, uh, so again, Tuesday, October 23rd from 6 to 8 p.m., they are presenting a discussion with Murray... Gurgis, I might be saying that wrong, and Aruna de Sousa. Uh, along, and this is a quote from their uh, website. Uh, along Canadian, oh, sorry, alongside Canadian art editor Murray Gurgis, art critic and activist Aruna de Sousa will discuss her recent book, Whitewalling Art, Race, and Protest in Three Acts and the Politics of Art Criticism. Uh, The conversation will be an opportunity for interdisciplinary dialogue about intersections between art, arts, institutions, technology, and politics. Uh, Go to their website. There is also a a Facebook event page for it. Uh, Might be the easiest there. Just click on the Agnes Etherington Arts Center's page and uh, 
then you can also find the link to their website there. Coming up the following night, Wednesday, October 24th, 7 to 9 p.m. at Novel Idea Bookstore, Pamela Malloy, uh, who will be launching her a new book, her debut novel, actually. Uh, she's the editor of the New Quarterly and the creative director of Wild Writers Literary Festival. Uh, she will be launching and reading from her debut novel again called The Deserters, uh, that was published by Vehicle Press, and uh, it's a story about a U.S. soldier who goes AWOL. So uh, check out, uh, you can check out uh, their Facebook page as well. So just go to Novel Idea Bookstore's uh, Facebook and uh, page down through there, and there will be uh, more information about that there. And then, uh, let's see, that's Wednesday, uh, October again, 24th, at Novel Idea Bookstore. Everybody knows where it is, but if you don't, it's 157 Prince, or 156 Princess Street. The following night, Thursday, October 25th, uh, this will be held at, it's called An Evening at the Isabel, hosted by uh, Banri Center. Uh, the Banri uh, Foundation, I'm reading again, uh, quoting from their website, uh, the Banri Foundation cordially invites you to attend Inspiring Women, an evening of celebrating the achievements of women from Queens and the community. It's a free event celebrating the accomplishment of, of two women in the Queens and Kingston communities uh, through a leadership and mentoring award and the artistic talents of women in general. No tickets are required or RSP. RVS, RSVP, it's first come, first seated. It says everyone is welcome. Uh, featured keynote speaker is Christine Cochran, CEO of Penguin Random House Canada. Poets uh, reading that evening will be Alyssa Cooper and Linda Stitt. Uh, mentoring there, that will be followed by mentoring and leadership awards, the Cantable Women's Chorus, and more. Again, admission free. This is at the Isabel Bader Center for the Performing Arts, which is at 390 King Street West in Kingston. And uh, Thursday, again, Thursday, October 25th, 7.30 to 10 p.m. The doors do open at 7 Following that, uh, or I shouldn't say following that, that same evening from 7 to 9 p.m., again at Novel Idea Bookstore, there is another book launch and reading. Kingston author John Foster will be uh, launching and reading from his new book, Oil and World Politics. Uh, and again, that's at uh, Novel Idea Bookstore Thursday, October 25th from 7 to 9 p.m. And then we have... Uh, I should mention and uh, kind of give you an idea what that's about. The subtitle of the book, The Real Story of Today's Conflict Zones, Iraq, Afghanistan, Venezuela, U Ukraine, and more. Uh, I'm guessing that subtitle might give you a hint of what's in and behind that book. So two conflicting events that night, and, but uh, complimenting. I don't know. It's just that you can't go to both at the same time. So you've got a couple of choices. I made it to Saturday. Coming up uh, a week from tomorrow, uh, Kingston Writers Fest uh, uh, will have an uh, off-season event in their 10th annual festival. It's an evening with John Christian. Uh, he will be, uh, I think most people are aware, he has just published a book. Uh, and it's uh, he will be... Uh, discussing, I believe, uh, the new book, and I'm trying to page through here quickly to see who the... 
other person is. Oh, it's in a conversation with, uh, I believe, uh, yeah, if I'm reading this right, in a conversation with Jim, uh, with Senator Jim Munson. But this is going to be held in uh, uh, the water, uh, see, Bellevue, uh, the Holiday Inn, uh, right at the end of Princess Street. So it's on 2 Princess Street in the Bellevue Room, Saturday, October 27th from 730 to 9 p.m., uh, you do need, uh, this is a ticketed event, uh, so go to their website, www.kingstonwritersfest.ca. It also has a phone number here you can call, uh, 613-767-0513 to get tickets. Advanced tickets are cheaper than they are at the door. $35 advance, $40 at the door. And again, Saturday, October 27th. <coughs> Excuse me, Jean Chrétien, and I should say uh, the Honorable uh, Former Prime Minister Jean Chrétien. So that's as far as I'm going to get with that. Uh, with uh, at least I got up through Friday. But what I'd like to do now is thank you for tuning in today. You have been listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM. My name's Bruce. Here every Friday afternoon uh, from four to six o'clock. Do stream live as well uh, online, www.cfrc.ca. do want to let you know that both hours of today's show will be loaded to my blog space short, uh, for, uh, shortly after I get home. I guess I've been talking too much. This show is produced in collaboration with CFRC at Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario, with infrastructure support from Queen's Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science. CFRC is located on traditional Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee territory. Find more great podcasts at podcasts.cfrc.ca.